Thank you for tuning in to Green Gossip podcast. At Green Gossip, we explore childhood memories, education, work experience, family values and everything that has helped shape the sustainability vision of people behind your favorite brands. Today we have with us Jatan Bawa from Perfora. Perfora is a D2C oral care brand that aims to elevate your everyday dental regime. So thank you for joining us Jatan thanks for coming on Green Gossip podcast Thank you so much Bhagyashree for uh, inviting me I feel privileged <laughs> Glad So Jatan let's start at the beginning so you grew up in a small village in Maharashtra So tell us what you know growing up in that place was like and uh, I also know that in your hometown or near your hometown actually there was this landfill sort of a place which really affected you I mean looking back at it uh, so just tell me about that whole thing of how you know how you grew up there and what like you know how was that landfill seeing that landfill uh, affecting you Sure so uh, you know I come from this town called Balarpur which is on the border of maharashtra and telangana uh, growing up in a small industrial town meant that i was exposed to limited things in the world right i didn't knew uh, what a big city life would look like and of course i had some exposure via television or uh, you know i didn't complete i had inculcated a habit of reading newspaper from a fairly early age so i would read about what's happening in the in the bigger cities or what's happening at a macro level but the real life exposure was fairly limited you know i'd go to school i would sort of play with my friends when i was back home uh, and and didn't really think too much about you know what i wanted to do when i when i grew up in life uh, referring to the specific landfill instance you know uh, so there was a lot of stink that used to come whenever we used to pass by through that uh, neighborhood right and after a point in after like after a while it just started bothering me why does this place stink always right because it it's it was not a one off thing it was not like uh, it's happening every few days but every single time that we would cross by there used to be this very bad stink that used to sort of uh, affect me and then i think i asked uh, at uh, like at one point in, at one point in time to my mom that you know why why does it stink and she told me that you know here the entire waste is being dumped and the municipal corporation of our town is sort of uh, careless or, or does not act on it there's a lot of waste which de- which is not biodegradable and it would sort of deteriorate over a long period of time and that would sort of create that stink so and and like apart from the stink uh, the visuals were also not uh was also not good to look at right it sort of also hurt me to some extent so i think those were some of the early memories and i felt like, you know this is not how it should be done and uh, uh, from a fairly early on in my life uh, in my home the place where i grew up there used to be a separate bin for dry waste there would be a separate bin for wet waste there would be a separate bin bin for all those things which now i understand are not biodegradable So, so yeah, I think uh, those were some of the early, uh, early things that I can remember. 
wow so at your home like you know you had these different dustbins and uh, like you know and also i'm sure like there was this underlying thought that hey let's be uh, more mindful of nature also given that you know your grandmother she i remember you told me that your grandmother you uh, still uses that neem uh, neem ki lakdi instead of like a regular toothbrush uh, what's all that about and you know uh, like was in was that in some way like a trigger of why you wanted to revolutionize the oral care industry so i think uh, there there are two parts to it one of course uh, my grandmom has always been very sustainable oriented person and has always thought about you know if if an average human will use a particular product for x number of days her thought process was always ki how can she do it for 3x the time right so how can she sort of elongate the use uh, usage so that uh, the environment isn't affected and the second part of her thought process was also that she was very value for money driven right uh, and i think uh, whenever she used a plastic toothbrush so to plastic toothbrush so to say she would realize that she would have to anyways dump that toothbrush four months or six months down the line and she'll have to buy another one so that also felt like a big waste of money big waste of material in her head and uh, and i've had those conversations with my grand- grandma uh, n number of times that is she comfortable doing the neem sticks and she she had a big smile on her face that you know whether it's comfortable or not but she is psychologically very happy that she is not uh, wasting resources or she is not adding to the environmental waste through her consumption pattern right so these were some of the early seeds that were uh sown in my head that you have to be conscious of your consumption right uh, you can't be someone that just consuming mindlessly so so i think this this was one of the thoughts uh on why we started uh why we started thinking about uh, better oral care for uh, indian consumers wow and how has this family value and you know uh, just the thought process of being a conscious consumer translated into perfora like what are the things that you are now doing that set you apart so i think uh, we've always been uh, both tushar and i have always been very very mindful of uh, the actions that our business uh, will have on the environment uh, as a matter of fact we have this realization that if you're running a for profit business uh, it will definitely uh, negatively affect the environment in some way or the other and what are the steps that we can take uh, to sort of offset that negative impact uh, so i think from like in in very early days when we just incorporated our company we got ourselves registered as part of this organization called 1% for the planet where 1% of our overall revenue was to be directed towards organizations that are working in restoring or preserving the environment that was one second uh, even with the kind of uh, even the kind of thought process that we've had right so as a company we could have chosen to start Uh, our business or brand with the manual toothbrush it would have been a lot more cost effective for indian consumers but we realized okay not only is it, not only an electric to uh, not only the plastic toothbrush is uh, not uh, uh, value addition when it comes to oral health but it also really really impacts our environment and our landfills and our 
uh, you know adds to the plastic waste in the ocean so we should be looking at an electric toothbrush our electric toothbrush is also made up of plastic but when you use electric toothbrush you're actually saving on 70 to 75% of plastic wastage because wasted because you're only uh, replacing the brush heads you're not throwing away the entire toothbrush every few months right uh, and that has uh, that as a philosophy has uh, uh, has been a constant part of our brand building process that wherever there is an opportunity for us to uh look at an alt- alternative material which is relatively more sustainable we opted for that despite being you know uh despite despite the fact that it would have it would have costed us uh, a little more but that's fine we are happy to bake that cost in but uh, what we are very very passionate about is that uh building a brand that uh if not positively but shouldn't definitely not negatively impact the environment it should be environment neutral to say the least that's brilliant jatan you know it's it's very important for brands like yours to actually communicate it to consumers that hey wherever we can we really want to be mindful and i think that would also translate into your consumers you know being more conscious uh, about their consumption patterns now you while you have already taken care of uh, you know the sustainability impacts that your packaging has i also want to point out that one of the sustainable development goals is good health and well-being uh, which means ensuring healthy lives and promoting the well-being for all ages now often when we talk about health we leave out the factor of oral care uh and you know maybe a lot of people don't take that as priority what are your thoughts on that i think that is the reality of it uh, oral care has been uh, considered to be a very monotonous boring kind of an everyday chore that uh, we as indians haven't paid too much attention to it and since uh, since whenever you face some major health issues uh, by and large you know a doctor wouldn't point it out that okay hey you didn't take care of your oral health and that is why you've landed up in such a bad shape or in such a bad situation it always uh, is related more to more directly related to some other function of our body or our oral health but the reality is that oral health is the gateway to many diseases that we as humans might be diagnosed with it is it has a very significant impact on our gut health it ha- also has significant impact on our uh, brain health and and then it can sort of really it is really important for us that we start taking our oral health more seriously because uh, what we also need to understand that uh, every day that we're ignoring our oral health uh, it is going to add up in one way or the other in a negative way so like if you do your oral health right and if you do it twice a day for 50 years at a stretch that means you possibly avoided something detrimental to your oral health in a big big way if you do it right but unfortunately most people don't take oral health seriously and uh, as a brand uh, at perfora we are trying to educate consumers that you know what kind of product should they be consuming what kind of oral hygiene regime is very important uh, in what all practices should, uh, what all ingredients should be a part of their uh, oral oral care products so so all that is something that we're trying our best in terms of creating more awareness and uh, educating the consumers that 
that's great again and uh, jatin so while you are investing in educating your consumers you are also investing a fair bit of your profits into making your business more sustainable how do you balance the aspect of financial and ethical aspect while running you know or while trying to build a profitable business so i think it all flows down from how the the management of the brand or the organization things right we understand that uh, you know financial uh, uh, financial health of the company is very very important and without that we won't be able to sustain ourselves but at the same time uh, at a human level we know that we have to give back to the environment so that we feel good about what we are building right so for us it matlab we are more than happy to look at our pnl in a certain way that if we were to make a 5% profit we'll be happy to take take home a 3% profit because that 2% is meant for the environment or that 1% is meant for the uh, environment or you know making uh, more mindful choices in terms of consumption so so i think that is that is how we think about you know balancing both uh, financial and sustainable goals of the organization but it, like being absolute candid financial health is extremely important we obsess over it but at the same time we are also very very passionate about doing things right from a sustainability perspective so while you are very passionate about it like you rightly said and uh, how, how do you what would you say to your fellow entrepreneurs who are building let's say direct to consumer brands today like how important is imbibing sustainability into brands i think it is very important to have a sustainable first approach while building a brand while building an organization and you can sort of uh, uh, again there are many small examples on how that can be incorporated i'll give you a very different analogy uh, which might which might sound uh, a little out of the blue but I'll, the, the analogy here is that when we started out we started working from our home where the shar and i live and we asked or we requested all of our early team members to stay in vicinity right and they would walk to our office every day that means if they were not taking a vehicle uh, uh, or a, or a cab or, or some form of transport they were also not contributing to the air pollution or noise pollution uh, to the environment through their transit to the office right so so i think that's also a positive direction of uh, being sustainable similarly uh, you know coming back to like coming back to you know sharing uh, uh, sharing my thoughts to fellow entrepreneurs i would say uh, it has like you have to believe that this is going to have a long term long term impact if you don't uh, if you don't have a sustainable first approach right we have to be extremely cognizant of the negative impact that our businesses can generate so i wouldn't say uh, that you know stop everything and do everything sustainability it's a gradual process but this has to be built in your thought process uh, right from the beginning so that you can start seeing some long term impact thank you so much jatan this has been a learning experience for me and i'm sure will be for all our listeners so thanks for joining us today all right thank you so much bagishri i had a great conversation well folks that's a wrap for today's episode 
We hope that you too are motivated to become a sustainability champion. So do your bit. Share the link to this episode with your friends and family. Help us spread the word. Every weekend we'll be bringing to you the human side of sustainability with a new story. So be sure to follow the Disposal Company on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn and YouTube. Once again, thanks for listening. Let's heal the planet together.